You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. There's a mindset that says, let's wait and see. It's a response that's often given to some sort of change, and it's seemingly based on choosing the less risky course of action. But the author of the book, The Big Think, Daniel Burris, sees it quite differently. He writes, and I quote, in reality, a wait and see approach has much more risk than the action being avoided. In a world where the game is changing rapidly, failing to take action, deciding to wait and see, can quickly put you on a path of increasing irrelevancy or rapid demise." End quote. So this wait-and-see attitude seems to be the view that some of the disciples took in Luke's account of the ascension in our first reading. They had a mistaken view of Jesus and his mission. They asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? But that was not Jesus' mission. His mission was not to restore the physical land or the governance of Israel, but to restore access to heaven. Defeating the Romans and giving back the land to Israel is not what the new covenant is about. The inheritance in the new covenant is heaven. And the disciples did not yet understand this huge change that had occurred from the old to the new. After Jesus' ascension, the disciples wondered what they were to do. They thought, in a sense, should we wait for something to happen or do we go and do something? How did Jesus respond to their question about Restoring the kingdom to Israel, he said, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has established for his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Basically, Jesus told them to get up and get going. And there's a lesson in this for us as well. Jesus wasn't just talking to the disciples of long ago when he said, you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. He was speaking to us through his living word. Clearly, we are not to sit back and just let society and culture 
rot all around us. The results of this course of action, this let's wait and see, are quite clear to us right now as we look around our world. No, what we are called to do is to not make society and culture around us good, but to make the culture and society around us holy. And we do this by witnessing to the fact that we are followers of Christ. Vatican II published 16 very important documents, and one of the documents, Lumen Gentium, the translation of which is Christ is the light of all nations, reminds us that it is not just the clergy that is responsible for action, but the laity are called to make the world holy in ways in which only the laity can. Lumen Gentium says, and I quote, Now the laity are called in a special way to make the church present and operative in those places and circumstances where only through them it can become the salt of the earth. Where might this be, you might ask? The home, family life, the workplace, classrooms, the school grounds, social functions, just to name a few. Lumen Gentium says that even when preoccupied with worldly cares, the laity can and must perform a work of great value for the evangelization of the world. It says, let the laity also by their combined efforts remedy the customs and conditions of the world, especially if they are an inducement to sin, so that they all may be conformed to the norms of justice and may favor the practice of virtue rather than hinder it. And by doing so, the document says, the laity will imbue culture and human activity with genuine moral values. In other words, every one of us is responsible for what is going on around us. And we have a responsibility to fix it by keeping others from falling into sin. The question is, after Jesus' ascension, how have we done this? And what are we to do? Do we sit around and wait for something to happen? Or do we listen to his command and get up and do something 
about what is happening in the world. The cousin, if you will, of the wait and see attitude is the thought that someone else will do it. Well, neither of these actions or inactions has worked out too well for us in this world, especially for us as Christians. Or for that matter, it hasn't worked out too well for our parish in certain ways. That attitude that someone else will do it. In the gospel, Jesus was even more specific when talking to the apostles. Before he ascended, he entrusted his mission to the apostles saying, repentance and forgiveness of sins should be preached in his name to all nations. While Jesus was specifically addressing the apostles and by succession today's clergy, the message is the same for everyone clergy and laity alike, evangelize by praying for conversion of heart and mind and by giving witness that we follow Christ. We can no longer afford to be that hidden or quiet church. It hasn't worked out too well for the last 50 years listening to a culture that says, keep your religion to yourself. But we must profess Christ in the way we talk, the way we act, the way we dress, in what we say, and how we say it, and in what we do, and how we do it not only here in this church, but in the public square as well. In other words, the way we live our public lives, not just our hidden life here in this church, but at home, at school, at work, with our friends and relatives, with people at the grocery store, with the wait staff in the restaurant, all of these people can witness our faith in Christ by what we say and what we do. It is to everyone, people of all races, color and creeds, everyone to whom we must witness if we are going to make this world not just good, but holy. It's hard to love our neighbor sometimes, and it's downright difficult to love our enemy. But that's what Christ said we must do. Christ is relying on all of us to be the ones to witness to him in this world when no one else will. 
I'll conclude with a part of the prayer in the second reading today. May God, our Father, enlighten the eyes of your mind so that you can see what hope his call holds for you, what rich glories he has promised the saints who will inherit, and how infinitely great is the power that he has exercised for us believers. Brothers and sisters, the saints to whom St. Paul speaks about are not just those who are canonized by the church, but you and me who are called to be saints. For what else is there? Now, let us get going. Because if we wait, there's hell on earth. But if we act now, heaven awaits. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.